You're listening to the Living Inside Out podcast, and I'm your host, Talks Arutare. This is episode 53. Welcome to the Living Inside Out podcast, where we are committed to stripping off the layers that hide your gift. Episode 53 is Rest Over Stress, Choosing a New Way to Grow. Good morning, good afternoon, evening, whatever time you're listening to this, I greet you. I've just returned from holiday in Lagos, Nigeria. So to my Nigerian peeps, I say, Ekaro. (laughs) How have you been? Have you been growing, thriving, striving? (laughs) I heard someone say that at any one time, we are either going into a trial, in the middle of one, or coming out of one. And if you're going through the fire, keep walking don't stop. Is this your first time listening? If so, welcome and thank you for joining me. I promise to give you a chance to see things differently as you adopt new mindsets. I record the Living Inside Out podcast because I know that you're gifted, incredibly so, but for many of us, limiting beliefs wrap up our gifts which makes access difficult or even impossible. My goal is to help you identify and remove such mindsets so that you can have access to your personal treasures and I do so using examples from my life as a businesswoman, as a mom, a friend, a wife, all the different aspects of life and I share the lessons that I learn through storytelling. If this is your second or 15th or 53rd or even your 100th time listening, thank you for coming back again and again. What's been happening? I've been on holiday in Lagos, Nigeria, like I said, and returned a couple of days ago. Been gone for two weeks with my family And I have some lessons (laughs) because you cannot go to Nigeria without coming back with lessons. These people, my people, have taken it upon themselves to do what the government has failed to do. They have sunk their own boreholes. They provide their own gas and electricity. They have created a world within a world where they make things work. I learned from the average Nigerian that we don't have to wait for perfect conditions to get things done. Because in the midst of the absence of utilities and basic needs, people are still doing stuff. We can create our own environment if the default one isn't suitable. And I shared more about this in episode 31, which was right after I had returned from Nigeria last year, February, I went to surprise my mom for her 80th birthday. And that was all about my observation around the subject of creating a suitable environment to thrive when your default environment isn't suitable. But this time around, having gone for two weeks, 
and spending it in a rented accommodation, somehow that gave us the opportunity to live a little bit like residents. And I stress a little because it will be naive of me to think that our brief and enjoyable experience in Lagos was comparable to day in, day out living. We've got to respect the people who strive daily to make it happen in a country seemingly designed to work against its citizens' efforts. For that reason, I enjoyed a different perspective. If there are any lines of order at all in that country, they're blurred. Simply, (laughs) they're blurred. It is hard to be in a place like Lagos and not compare it to living in London because wherever you live becomes your default line, isn't it? It becomes the default or the standard of how things run. So you find yourself comparing both cities. However, if you allow your mind to view things from a wider angle, you will gain a lot from the comparison. It wouldn't simply be a case of naming the similarities while decrying the differences. So while I was there, I tried to see things beyond the surface. And I want to share some of what I discovered I live in London, live in the UK, and it's a, as you know, very organized, highly functioning society. But I believe that the lines that keep the United Kingdom organized, pleasing, attractive to other countries and highly functional are marked with the same pencil used to draw the box in the mind of the citizens. And in the same vein, The faintness or absence of those lines allow Nigerians to dream and attempt great feats without limits. I kept that thought at the back of my mind just to enable it chaperone my comparisons because let's face it, you are more likely going to make upward comparisons which will leave you incorrectly feeling disadvantaged for living in Nigeria. So when you take a country like Nigeria or many of the African countries with its questionable leadership and governance and the challenges with supplying basic utilities like light and water and then you make that the backdrop of a people who are resilient, focused and tenacious. You'll be left with no excuse as to why you can't make things happen for yourself. So I left the country knowing that I had zero excuses and it will be a damn shame if I don't fulfill my purpose on earth. I learned a powerful yet surprising lesson that we can operate and grow from a place of rest. I don't know about you, but I've always felt significant goals required significant stress. So when you see people who are unbothered, it's easy to write them off as unserious. Inspiration and manifestation can come from calmness. And this happens when you understand that all you desire, you already are. You simply have to remove the parts that are not you. One of my go-to illustrations that helps me to share and help others understand why we must strip away excess 
is one that I've told before. A group of kids staring at a man, hacking away at a large rock or boulder over a period of days. And eventually one of them gathers the courage to ask him, what is that? And he says, it's an elephant. And they go, that's not an elephant, that's a boulder. And he replies, it's an elephant. I'm just removing the parts that are not the elephant. I don't know about you, but I grew up thinking more was better. Eat more food, finish your food, have more wine. <laughs> okay, well, I was a child, I wasn't doing wine, okay? But more of everything is always offered and touted as more important or better. Oh, he has a really large car or he lives in a very big house or he, she has, you know, you see people being shown or, or featured in the media for having 200 and something pairs of shoes. Like more just seems better. Do you always take freebies when offered? If you do, then you grew up like me as well. We think it's odd not to take something that's been offered, right? Like, why would you not add to what you already have if it's not even going to cost you? It's an opportunity. We see more as an opportunity. But I want to challenge that thinking today, that thinking that we become more by adding to what we have and instead offer an alternative, which is we become more by removing the excess by removing the parts of us or the parts on us that are not us <laughs> because who we really are is what is left when all the layers have been removed and that's when we can slot into the mold that God marked out for us that's when we can fulfill our purpose that's when we can be a blessing to those who cross our path and that's when we bring glory to God many people on holiday, want to do all the things. And Lagos has everything you can imagine. Yet I spent the first week doing pretty much nothing. We stayed in a beautiful house that had enough space for each of my family to dream new dreams or work on existing goals. And I'm still basking in it. I came back with that mood, with that mindset, and that's driving me and driving everything I do today. Vacation level business will have you wanting to see the sights. <laughs> You'd want to sample the cuisine. And let's not even start on the food in Nigeria because this will become the never ending podcast. <laughs> you want to shop for souvenirs. You want to visit relatives and receive visitors if that's your home country. If you know anything about the traffic in Lagos and specifically Lekki, you'd understand how a simple visit can end up being a day-long drag. As a businesswoman, I recognize the precious commodity that time is, and so I'd much rather pay my way out of doing things than spend extended time doing it. I found myself drawn to only the activities that translated into rest. And that's not me because I'm a very busy person. I am quite active and I mean, I grew up climbing trees and if there were trees in my back garden, I would probably be sitting on the tree recording this podcast right now. So it's a little bit out of character for me to spend so much time just chilling, but I did. Not because 
I chose to do so, but that's just what I was drawn to. A day at the beach. I mean, we went by boat to a small idyllic island called Takwa Bay. My parents used to visit that island when they were newly married and my mom said they'd have picnics and climb trees. And that made it extra special for me as I imagined the much younger versions of my parents who are in their 80s now climbing trees. But it also woke me up to the constant passage of time and that one day I will, by God's grace, be in my 80s reminiscing about my time in Takwa Bay. <laughs> the only way to get there is still by boat. And we had a beach house to ourselves and just lying on the deck with family all around me was simply epic. Sinking my feet into the sand while salty waves bathed my legs was just dreamy. I went for long walks at the Lekki Conservation Centre, which is a space surrounded entirely by nature, animals in their natural habitat, untouched trees and just green everywhere. I spent another day with my two little boys, my two middle boys actually, <laughs> the number two and number three, under the trees, just chilling and gisting while they played football. And we sat and just reminisced on years gone by, you know, with my mom and dad and my brothers. And even when we had our nightly power cut for one hour because they needed to rest the generators, I didn't even fret or get irritated. It felt good to be disconnected from tech for once. <laughs> my only concern, of course, was mosquitoes, but I was fine. As for work, I dipped in and out as I wanted to. A few essential meetings with my team and caught up on some work that had been outstanding, really just working on my own terms. And yes, as the head of my company, you'd think I worked on my own terms anyway, but no, because often, if not always, I allow the pressures of work to drive me. <laughs> Boundaries, people. <laughs> I'm learning. So I didn't go to all the places or do all the things, but the things that I chose shared the same traits, rest, reflection, relaxation, and repeat. My soul knew just what I wanted. Just like your soul knows what you need, there are markers in your environment and within you that suggest what to do. There are leadings from your spirit that want to pull you in the right direction. Trust your spirit. It is one with God. Despite my tranquil state, I managed to soak in the culture and vibe of Lagos. There's a Bible scripture that says, faith without works is dead. The way that you translate your knowledge into the finished physical picture is by taking action. And in addition, as sensual beings, we tend to associate reality with anything that our senses can perceive. And the more perceptive things are, or the more easily perceived things are, the more value we place on it. And so the busiest people are celebrated as the hardest workers, which may or may not be true. And the one who always talks about having one big deal or the other, we deem as putting money where their mouth is or the one with the big house and the big cars we call successful. Many of us are guilty 
of placing higher value on the tasks that cause us stress, but we do it anyway, <laughs> right? We press on regardless. If, like me, you are used to operating from a place of stress or busyness, I want to tell you that there is another way to function. You can do it from rest. Now, rest does not have to be a separate scheduled event. You can grow and just live and function and breathe from that tranquil space. Yes, your life will have several intentional underlying factors and ease should be a major one because no one will give you points for having a battered body. There are no awards for being the most exhausted. Another lesson I came away with was more of a confirmation. Before I left, I started a Goal Achievers Mastermind group and one of the tasks that we carry out is to list our goals as well as the support we require to see it happen. So let's say you want to go from earning 100k to over a million per annum or if you're a business in annual revenue because money is an easy marker for increase so we use money. <laughs> You've got to think about what you need to do to become that person that turns over 1 million per annum. You might need to take business courses or do some sort of learning or take on the services of a mentor or a coach or extra staff. But the focus isn't so much on doing, but on becoming. One of my required support is in my environment. I've known for years that I need a decluttered, inspiring space to thrive. And I've mentioned in past episodes that one of my top strengths is the appreciation of beauty and excellence. And what that translates into is a desire to live in an aesthetically pleasing space. I get inspired when I'm in a beautiful, clutter-free environment. It gives the mind space to ruminate and come up with solutions to problems or just enjoy the pleasure of being creative. And so the house we stayed in was just that. It was newly completed five months ago tastefully furnished and clean and clutter-free. The only other items in there besides their furniture and all of the linings and things and decor were our personal effects. And so it was empty. It was clean. There were no fingerprints or on the walls, no stains on the glass, no uh, football in the corner waiting to be moved, no shoes and trainers with mud on the porch. It was made homely by the owners. However, the smell of my mother's cooking and the joyful sounds coming from my children made it feel like my home. That was a practical lesson in what it would be like to live in a space that my soul has been craving. Because child, <laughs> my home is clean, but it has its moments of clutter, which is a daily battle. And it has its moments of life. But in that space on holiday, I had the opportunity not only to dream, but to visualize, to reflect, and to be inspired. And so now we're back home and I am decluttering my home. 
what's interesting is normally when we go on a really good holiday, many of us feel sad, a little bit sad coming back, you know, especially if you're holidaying in a hot country and you come home to a cold and rainy Britain. <laughs> but this time it was different. I loved my stay in Lagos. I loved being with family and really enjoyed the rest. But I was also looking forward to returning home, winter weather in spring notwithstanding, <laughs> because I had been inspired to take full control of my life, including the parts that stubbornly stick out. So here's what rest does to us. Number one, it kickstarts intrinsic motivation, which always leads to a desired destination. The flip side is being externally motivated, which many of us tend to rely on. This may get you started, but it will not guarantee long-term results because your GPS is inside you, not outside you. Your GPS is that internal powerful force that leads you in the direction you should be going. It is pre-programmed with your destination, just like a normal satnav will be. So when you allow your spirit, which is one with God, to lead you, the journey will be smoother and even the speed bumps will make sense, okay? But when you allow yourself to travel at the mercy of external factors, hmm, you may start your journey well, <laughs> but without a pre-assigned destination and who knows where you'd end up. If you're reliant on changes in government policies to make new decisions that you already knew you should know. A story comes to mind of Mrs. Ibukuma Woshika, who is one of our country's national treasures. She's a businesswoman, a Christian, an inspiring woman, a motivator, just such an all-rounder. And she tells the story of a time when a friend of hers called her one evening and said, have you watched the nine o'clock news? And she's like, oh yeah, uh, no, I didn't. I was busy. And he goes, well, you need to turn the news on because the Nigerian government has just banned the importation of furniture. And she was like, uh, okay. And he's, he's like, what do you mean? I'm telling you that your business has just been shut down and you're saying, okay, because she imported furniture I believe from Italy and that was the, the bulk of what her business was at the time and she said to her friend oh no it's absolutely fine the reason she was confident and she wasn't shaken she tells us was that years earlier God had asked her that question what will you do if importation of furniture became banned in Nigeria and she came up with a solution came up with a plan and had everything in place in case that day came this was years earlier, guys. And so what Mrs. Awashika had was uh, her internal GPS, which is the Holy Spirit, that knew ahead of time that a detour would be required. Now, when you're using a sat-nav like Waze or Google Maps, it would often tell you a better route has been found or five minutes will be saved if you go a different direction. Like it changes as you go along, right? Because your GPS is pre-programmed, your sat-nav has its own destination, it knows that it's gonna get you there. Your life journey is about getting you to that point, right? And it doesn't matter what route you take. 
better routes may be found along the way, roadworks may happen and it will delay you. And so things don't always work out exactly how we want it to. And there is no way of preempting these things. But your internal GPS knows how to navigate the obstacles as you get there. And so rest might seem like a passive, quiet, almost insignificant activity, but it is very powerful. Make no mistake, because by quietening the noise all around you, you get to hear what really matters. You get to hear, turn right, turn left, go straight. Here's a different route. Another priceless benefit of rest is it helps you notice what matters. When my husband fell ill with COVID last year, the GP told me to get an oximetry. Now, I had been, at this point, fretting, starting to really worry because he was getting very ill and I was scared that it was going to take a very wrong turn. And all of the advice we were getting from the NHS line and the GPs and everyone was, oh, the symptoms he had were very normal for COVID. And by day eight or nine, it peaks and then he starts to get better. But then I was worried. And I said to the GP just before we hung up, just before I hung up the phone, I don't remember what it was I said, but he, he detected concern in my voice. And he said, if you're that worried, get an oximetry to measure his oxygen levels. Now, if you know my story, you'd know f that from childhood, I've had a passion for medicine. I read my father's medical books as a child, expected to magically become a surgeon without much studying. I have remained passionate about the human body and drug interaction. I studied pharmacology at university. And consequently, there is a lot of basic and not so basic medical information that's stored in my head. My not knowing that I could get that device actually shamed me because that was basic information. I mentioned to my friend Susie and she goes, oh yeah, I've got one. But you see, I had been too busy to notice the things that mattered until it was nearly too late. This information was out in the public during the time of COVID and everybody was picking one up except yours truly because I was busy. Rest reveals the elephant that has been carved out of the rock so that when you look, you actually see an elephant, not a boulder. And the third priceless benefit of rest is that it alerts you to what you are feeding on. When you extend the concept of rest and tranquility to the amount, the type, and the mix of information that you ingest, you become aware of just how much junk we are offered on a daily basis. The day we left for Lagos, we at the baby cot shop, we had our annual Easter photo shoot with live bunnies. This is when we invite children to, in the neighborhood or our client list to come in and be photographed by a partner photographer. This year, we had an amazing photographer called Helen Speller. She is amazing. She is great with kids, great with animals, very, very, very patient, clearly passionate about her work. I've left her details in the show notes. It was an intense day for me, considering that I hadn't yet packed. And as I got ready that morning, I remembered my white shoelaces 
were in my drawer and I needed to take them, but I ignored the urge, which grew stronger as I even went past the drawer. And I said to myself, I'll take them later, I told myself. Needless to say, I forgot it and arrived in Lagos with no laces. Now, I was frustrated because that was indicative of someone who did not recognize God's voice because it seemed like I recognized his voice in the big and major things, but in the small things, and he's interested in the small things too, I somehow mixed my thoughts with his voice and couldn't tell the difference. And so I prayed a brief but desperate prayer. Lord, help me recognize your voice 100% of the time. And the answer came in the form of an instruction declutter your mind and so that's what I've been doing because what you think about sparks of feelings that will drive you to act and create a corresponding outcome declutter your mind by limiting the amount of information that you absorb and it then reduces the number of conflicting thoughts that you're meditating on if you read 10 sporadic posts on social media a day and an average of 10 comments per post, you're talking triple digits, unrelated, unrefined, and sometimes untrue concepts. So I encourage you this week to put this to the test. Work on the information you're absorbing, limit it to the barest minimum, and only wholesome content. Work on noticing what matters. Work on listening to your internal GPS and add rest to your schedule. Can I ask that you kindly share this podcast with three people that you believe will benefit from listening to it? And also please give us a five-star rating wherever you're listening. Until next time, rest. Rest.